Hey, y'all. Welcome back. You know, we, I know we missed you guys last week. Y'all missed us potentially, hopefully. Um, but we're back. We are uh, episode 10 of season three. It's still weird to say that number. Uh, and tonight, we bring back everyone's favorite blue, ah, Duke Blue Devil. <laughs> oh, oh, it still pains me, but it doesn't hurt me as much as, you know, it could have. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, Cyrus. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Yes, Always. it's been a long awaited return. Seriously. Yeah. When was the last time you were here? I think it was before you had before you had Luca, like like a month before you had Luca. Oh shoot. That's that's um wow. That's yeah, a while. while. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a hot minute. Well, welcome yeah. back. Thank um, you. Thank you, sir. Always one of our favorite guests, just because the basketball talk is typically outrageous. But tonight <laughs> uh, we're gonna keep it a little bit more tame because I have an hour. That is it. That is my cutoff time. <laughs> so Kevin is timing us to make sure that we stay on track tonight. That would right. usually fall to Andrew, but he has to work. Who that? Who does that? I know. What is that guy doing? He never shows up when I'm on. Is he scared me or something? Yeah, it is very sad he doesn't show up whenever you're on because he misses a lot of great content. Yeah, yeah. he does. And he he has some really good basketball takes, too. So mm -hmm. Yeah, she knows. They're, he does. He does okay. He does okay. <laughs> he does okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right well awesome um kevin let's start with you sure what are you rocking uh so i'm rocking my princeton basketball long sleeve uh i got this when cyrus and i did our we out here for the princeton women's basketball team who is absolutely crushing it right now they i think their win streak has continued i think they're up to almost 11 in a row and they're ranked in the top yeah. 25 so shout out to the Princeton Lady uh, Tigers for putting in the work. They're making teams in the Ivy League look silly, and they're I think they're on the verge of another Ivy League title. Um. So, but yeah, I got this when Cyrus and I were together. I think Cyrus, did you get the same one? I did get the same one. Yeah. So I just wanted to make sure we support. You know, uh, exactly. Merritt and I have been a. If you guys have listened to the podcast, we're an avid supporter of. Are women's athletes, including women's basketball specifically. So just wanted to represent. I love it, dude. That's fantastic. And then Cyrus, what are you yeah, rocking? We already know. We we know what weekend. you're doing, but you know, we gotta be faithful around here, you know what I mean? Cause Sunday yep. you're gonna be faithful, you know what I mean? So I love rocking it. my rocking my sweatshirt that Kevin X convinced, convinced me to buy when we were working at our our place of business. Mm -hmm. he convinced me to buy. He was like, you need to get it because it's probably not going to be on that rack anymore. So I went and bought it. And it actually is a pretty good sweatshirt. And yes. Best of best yes. one I've had. Absolutely. And just quick plug. I also wore this long sleeve because our We Out Here Princeton has been released on the YouTube. So if you haven't had a chance to see it, feel free to see myself and Cyrus, you know, rock out over in Princeton. It might not be as long as the last two We Out Here's but it's a nice, fun one. A little, yeah. a nice little it was a, yeah. super calm Saturday. I, hey, you know what? I remember you being at the game and you're like, can you see me? And I send a picture. <laughs> and all I can see, the only reason I know it's you, Kevin, is because I see this. Yes. That's the only reason I could tell it was you. Well, I was I was wondering if you would. I saw I, I was wearing my big red like 
jacket that I always bring everywhere. I was trying to hope that maybe you could have found me because I was wearing that red jacket. But oh no, no, it was it was because you were doing this and the picture you sent that where you were. I was like, okay, so he's across from the bench at this end. All right, let's just see. And it, the first time they panned over, I could actually see both you and Cyrus. And then I could, wasn't quick enough to get a picture. The next time it got far enough down, it was just I could just get the edge of you. So one of these days, I might have to go on ESPN Plus to see if I can replay the game and see if I can actually find us. No, I don't. I don't. Do they do that? Do they do replay games like that on ESPN yeah. Plus? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, every game you know is recorded, that. and you can watch it whenever you want. Yeah, didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got no hat tonight because I was making cleaning up dinner that my wife made, so I'm just rocking my. Lake Tahoe sweatshirt, which is extremely comfortable, um, and covering up my brand new tattoo because that is swish fuck right now. So, how long did that tattoo take? Uh, about two and a half hours. Cool. Maybe yeah. I'll put that as a real talk as you talk about your tattoo. <laughs> whatever. Wow. That's fine. I, I, whatever you want to do. You're part. Of, you're in charge of social media. Um, hey, I'm trying out here. I'm trying to just get creative with the content. Trying to make us, you know, relevant out here. You do. We're relevant. We're relevant to our friends and family. That is true. And we're now relevant to my gym as well, as they know about our podcast and everything. I actually, uh, today, I actually did an interview for my gym. Shout out to Alpha Fit Club over in Marlboro. Uh, They had, if you guys remember, I put up that before and after that Merrick gave me amazing flowers for. Thank you, sir. And they ended up asking me to do like an interview. So I was there. Like for an extra like half hour to 40 minutes, just chopping it up, just talking about how joining their gym has in this like pretty much changed a guy's life out here. So keep an eye on that for the YouTube and we might possibly get a little tag on the Instagram as like a collab type deal. So keeping a keep uh-huh. a, keep an eye out. They 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 have an outfit club out here. Maybe I might join. Who knows? Yeah, you, you know do, what? Cyrus. We also need to give our flowers to another individual who has been crushing it lately uh, from the post that he decided to throw out there. Mr. Cyrus Johnson, you got. Yeah. Look at you, Cyrus. Sheesh. Put it in that work. I y'all, making me feel, y'all making me feel bad. So <laughs> now I have to go back to bo- my bodybuilding days and just start straight lifting. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. it it's been a long, it's been a long long road so i've been trying to it's been just a long work just trying to keep myself down get myself down so try to keep it up it's a process the whole deal is a process why i've been telling myself and merit i know you're gonna be on the process soon too so i fully believe in you i think i i was on the process for a while and then having a kid and all the things that come with that change everything Mm -hmm. but still being at like 245 to 250 being six four and not being looking like I'm obese, I'll take that as a win. But yep. definitely need to drop about ten to twenty pounds, which would be and nice. I, you know what, Mary, I felt the same because I was at like two twenty, like three twenty four, and I'm like I wasn't like bad, but you could tell like my body just was like not the way I wanted it. Like it was like yep. like the body, my stomach would feel my my stomach wasn't like alpha, but it was like enough to say you know what I probably should like. Take yeah. better care of what I eat. Then I was like, yeah, that's a hundred percent where I'm at, and I'm like, all right, yeah, 
as I'm sitting here drinking an alcoholic beverage. Like I, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> it starts after the Super Bowl because I'm going to Pennsylvania this weekend, so I'm not going to be able to control myself. But I will do be- my the best I can. Um, but let's quickly talk about week we sports update. I know there's a lot. There's a lot of the NBA stuff going on. Gotcha. There's a lot of stuff for the NFL. We know the Super Bowl is coming up literally in f- six days, five days, whatever. Um, by the time you all hear this, it's probably coming out the same day. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that at the near the end. Um, but first, another great game between Cyrus's favorite team and my favorite team in college basketball. Honestly, a lot of back and forth. Cyrus yeah. and I already talked about it, but very chippy, very very chippy. Yeah, I I just like like I told like we talked about in the in the text man. I, I just Filipowski needs to get like stronger. Like he just he he plays he played yeah he played he played like that. I can't you can't play like that and want to be a a top ten guy in the NBA. It just doesn't work out that way. No, and uh, is he a senior or what? No, he's a sophomore. He's a sophomore. Okay, so he either needs to leave Duke after this year, go to the NBA, or transfer because they're bringing in the the number one recruit in Cooper Flag, and that's his role. Yeah, I agree. There's a bunch. There's actually a bunch of guys on that team that probably should either leave or probably make the jump because they have like that. The recruiting class is ridiculous that they got coming in. Yeah, it's, so it's just yeah, it is unreal. Um, yeah. apparently, Amanda Baycott chipped five teeth during that game. <laughs> yeah, you you've heard some of the war. You've heard some of the war stories. I'm pretty sure it gets. I mean, between oh. Tyler Hambro getting that hammer from Henderson, uh, Montrose getting um getting bloodied. I don't know who. I think he get like ran to a wall or they had to. Whatever happened, he bloody he was bloodied at one point in time. There was a net like a Duke player got had some sort of fracture, broke something one time during the game. So they get they get kind of they get real cheap really really quickly, really bad. And so. they, they let they them really play like it was backyard yeah. basketball. Yeah. It was there was a couple where I'm going, even for backyard, that's a little a little much where you're gonna start throwing a basketball at someone's head. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest one was the no call of um whatever the white kid's name is for Duke, putting his arm up as Kobe Johnson is going in and just put yeah. his arm up. That's yeah. that's an automatic, in my opinion, ejection because you're doing it on purpose. Yeah, I mean, and he wasn't trying to, he wasn't trying to help, he wasn't trying to help him up be different if he had like turned around and grabbed him and like, you know, all right, you know, I did it by accident, you know, maybe possibly going, but he wasn't even looking at all. He just, and it was there. I was like, yeah, that's. Yep. But they meet again in a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, it's like right before the right before the uh, ACC tournament, like like a couple of days for the ACC tournament. So. Right, so they got about a month, and that's probably the last game of the season, I would assume. Yeah, that's how they got that figured yeah. out. Um, Kevin, did you watch any of the game? I'm not gonna lie to you. Very sad. I didn't watch <laughs> any of it. I was I was working, Ugh. so like there wasn't even a moment that I could even just step off to just even take a peek so i'm just re uh reliving it all through the eyes of the both of you that's but, okay you know right. go duke um i don't remember who won can i ask you UNC won? UNC won. <laughs> yeah, UNC won. <laughs> that's okay but unc put a thumping 
as yeah. it got near the end of the game, UNC just said, screw this and just put the hammer down. I, I would tell you this, so then we can move on. I would tell you this. The, the one kid, 55, I, I draw I draw a blanket his name because I don't ever hear Oh, yeah. Name. He'll never shoot like that again ever no. in his life because he just he, – he hadn't shot like that the whole season. He just – They said – Because it was a big game, hype game, and that was exactly why he shot the way he shot. They said um, – the couple games leading up where he had been playing a lot better. Mm. Um, but he went, I think he shot six, he hit six threes. Six for so, like seven or eight. Yeah. And had five steals. He played on his head. And the best part, the whole story about that is his sister plays volleyball at Duke. Duke, yeah. <laughs> so she got to the game and she's wearing Duke stuff. And he saw her and he goes, uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. You're wearing my other jersey, and gave her, her gave him his uh, Carolina blue jersey to wear. Oh, that's hilarious! Yeah, yeah. So that, she made, he made her go back to the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was like, no, 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 go back. Like, you ain't wearing that shit around me. You can wear it at Duke, but you can't wear it here. Um, but that's pretty cool. But again, it, it's a great rivalry. It's always going to be fun, no matter how oh. good the teams are. And this year, the teams are phenomenal. So. We'll see how it goes. One one, one day merit if one day merit on our bucket list before we before oh God willing die we we have to go we we I, I there's a bunch of us we all have to go. My dad and I I have told him a thousand times. There's two basketball games I want to go to before I die. Mm-hmm. Both are the UNC Duke rivalry games at each location. Yep. I would like to be invited to that somehow. Uh, you are 100% like invited. You are 100% invited. I need to go to that too. That's that's yeah. like a that if I, you're a sports fan, you basketball fan, that is a bucket list item. Yes. Yeah. That's just a I don't care if the team is god awful. They've only played they've only won 3 games all year if they're as bad as West Virginia is this year. You still go to that game because it's a nationally televised game no matter what. And it's just yeah. that rivalry. Remember that one. Remember that one year. And I, I know we just supposed to not tangible. Remember that one year that that that, that both were like dead, like last in the league. Yeah. Couple, then, oh yeah. Yeah, they were like dead last in the league. Both teams they sucked behind the arm. They had like they had like journeyman guys like Cherokee Parks and stuff like that still around that were like horrible. And it was like the games were just that they were just. They went back and forth. I think the one game went like two overtimes or something like that. It was just like, what the hell? It was crazy. Yeah. All right. Another big news for anyone that loves the game of football or soccer. Football. Football. Uh, The (laughs) World Cup final is coming to MetLife. I still can't believe it. Are you going to work those games, Kevin, or no? I mean, I would like to be there as a spectator, if I have to be honest. Um, Because, I mean, that's probably going to be – that crowd, I can only imagine how crazy that crowd's going to be, whoever's going to be there. I'm just surprised we even got the final. I could have swore I heard reports that the final was going to be at the Cowboys Stadium. So, what happened was L.A. was supposed to host the final. But L.A. had to change up some of the things that are in the stadium to host it properly. And they basically said, F you to FIFA. We're not changing those things. We're not doing the additional stuff. 
So then it went between Dallas, apparently Atlanta was in the mix, and MetLife. If you look at three out of those four stadiums, three of them are indoors. Mm. Yeah. Now Atlanta can open up, and LA is like kind of an open concept. Like you've been there, Kevin, you know that. It's an open concept. And Dallas, you can open up as well. Right. Right. But MetLife is completely exposed to the elements, no matter how you cut it. Um, also I think travel purposes, it's one of the easier places to get to for a lot of people, from, especially if you're coming from Europe, Europe, we're in okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. LaGuardia yeah. Airport and yeah, everything. So you, well, I, you got three, you got three airports. Right? You got LaGuardia, Kennedy, Newark, Kennedy, and then Newark. So you have the three and, New, and Newark is actually one of like an international hub. Like they bring yeah. everything, everything comes in through there. So and so mm-hmm. is LaGuardia. So yeah. everything comes there. This place is going to be psychotically crazy. That's how see depending on like what teams are gonna be there. Like yeah. That just yeah. Sucks. I mean, yeah, yeah. They announced the US is playing all their games on the West Coast to start. They play LA, they play in LA, Seattle, and then back to LA, which sucks because I would love to have them come out here. But same time, I'm still going to a few games. I've already talked to people about going to the the final. It's like at this point, I'm thinking about a 20 person group to go well, to that you, final. You heard that they also have did they also did five. There's gonna be five games in Philly. That's yeah, right. Five, there's, gonna be, there's gonna be five games well, in at the Philly. lake. Yeah. So there's going to be five games at the link, too. I think so, Gillette has six or seven games. Right. MetLife has a bunch. Um, there's a bunch in Canada, a bunch in Mexico, of course. Um, but it I've, seems like it seems like what they did with the games, they put them in like international hubs, like international mm-hmm. airports. Because like yeah. Philly, inter- Philly, interna- Philly is Philly International was like a good 10, 10, 10 minutes away. The surrounding yeah. hotels is like there's like 20 surrounding hotels between the two places. So it seems like they just kind of like, okay, we're gonna put you near like international uh, international airports so we're not having you drive from, yeah. like out of your way to get to the stadium and or wherever you're sleeping at for the night. Probably the probably biggest drive is from Logan to Foxborough where Gillette probably is, so. which is about 25 minutes yeah. from Boston. So not the easiest commute because it's a two lane road with a board a barrier in between. So it's gonna be a little bit hectic, but at the same time, who cares? It's gonna be fun. Yeah. Um quick update for basketball for West Virginia. Basketball team still sucks for the men's side. Uh we beat Cincinnati, which is great. And then we got our ass banked by BYU. Yeah, I mean that's just the way this season has gone. But, but I think uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's that I mean honestly, we can either win every game we we come up next, or we can lose every game. But I think the the team I really want to definitely touch on. I do got nothing but love for the men, but we need to touch on our women's team that number is currently if twenty two or twenty three, right? Twenty two. They are ranked at number twenty two, which I think eighteen is a... and two, right? Is that yeah. did I get that right? Eighteen and two. They're, they're not a horrible. They're not a horrible team. They were on. They were on ESPN. The one. They were on ESPN. The one or one of the ESPN channels. They're not a horrible team. No, and not by any stretch. They're not a horrible team. This is the first year with our new head coach. 
Yeah, shout and out he to brought him. in a lot of transfers, right? Yeah, I think JJ Quinterly, that mm-hmm. was one who's like like the main scorer for us. Uh, Lauren Fields is another one. They've just been absolutely balling, and it's crazy because I watched the day when the ladies played Iowa State and the guys played Oklahoma State, and it's night and day of just like the difference of basketball. Like the women, it's like they know what they're doing. They're free flowing. Mm-hmm. They know what their roles are. Where the men are just kind of playing basketball like at LA Fitness. That it's uh, crazy. Yeah, I, I honestly think that the. the... I think that the men's team will be better in the next couple of years. I think it's just a matter of right now. It's a transition phase. Yeah, it is. Because every, every team goes through it. It's, it's a transition phase. Everybody's going to go through it now. It's a because tra- you you lost Bob. You lost you lost Huggy, right? So once you lost Huggy, that was like okay. So now, but once the guy comes in, you got to see if the coach is going to stay. If the coach is not going to stay, then your next your next guy that you bring in is going to have to be blank, right? So and that's what happens. It's a transition period in between the two. That's pretty much where that's going to land you at. So you just got to survive for the next couple of years. I hope that you can scratch the tournament for at least a day or two, you know, or at least make it, you know, that that's got to be the goal. Right. And that's, that's unfortunately has, that's the way it has to be. I mean, it sucks to say that, but that's unfortunately has to be the way it has to be. Yeah. yeah. It's been a while since we've um, had to do that. So We'll figure it out. I think it's just a matter of time. I, you know, I'm trying to decide if this, if Josh is coach Josh Eiler is going to get another year. Um, I don't know, depending on how they finish, it's going to be a tough, a tough sell, but I don't know if they're going to maybe take a look into the conditions that they started with. Um, I'd like to give them one more year because, you know, you can't, you have no chance if you're essentially starting later than everybody else. So, but again, We'll stay tuned there. I'm just excited to see our ladies keep on, see how the, much they can keep this up and maybe see if they can make a run in the Big 12 and, you know, got to support our ladies out here. Married, anything else on that one? Uh, I just want to say that they're literally killing it. It's awesome to see. Um, let me just, I'm pulling up something real quick. They are technically number three. Behind, uh, in the Big 12 standing behind Oklahoma and Kansas State. Um, if we win another game and say Kansas State loses, we will be in second. You know, looking really good. Um, we've won six straight since our last loss. Nice. It's um, real nice. You know, the, the biggest, let me just see. Let's look at their schedule real quick. Who they have left. Uh, oh, they're playing Texas Tech right now. So they are playing currently. Um, their next big test is Baylor. They play TC. They're at Baylor at TCU versus Oklahoma at Kansas State versus Baylor again at TCU and uh, at Oklahoma State and then at TCU. So their last couple of games, they do play three ranked teams as in Oklahoma, Kansas State, and Baylor. So those should be really good tests for them. Um, to see where they stand, especially yeah. going up against Oklahoma and Kansas is it now, State. Is, is that go? Is that going into the Big Twelve tournament for the women, or is that that's just okay? So yeah, that's, so that'll go. So those last games, I just uh, those what next eight games. That's the end of the season, and then they'll get into the Big Twelve play. 
I, I would tell you this, right? Their last three games, depending on how those other teams have already ended up, may wind up being like they'll win, but it'll be like it'll be a tainted win because they won't like they won't have the, those those teams won't be playing everybody. Oh, they'll get other players to play, you know, that haven't really got the playing time, especially women's basketball. That happens a lot because right now, I mean, you not unless you're a top team, if you're walking into something, you really don't want to have injuries or yeah, you know, things like that. So they are also oh, quick, quick, quick correction. Um, so JJ Quinterly, who's one of our top players, she's actually one of the holdovers from the last team she's a junior right now she no, wasn't a transfer so i just wanted to make sure i put that out there but yeah if she's a junior right now she's playing the way she's playing that is incredible uh but i needed to make sure i got that correction because <laughs> you know i don't want to sound like a, a, an idiot out here appreciate that kevin appreciate that don't want you to sound like an idiot either i know no, but even though I, even though i sound like an idiot on most of these podcasts but you know we're out here you don't and, sound like an idiot. And making 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 weird making weird remarks about Tim Tebow and stuff, but that's besides the point, though. Wow, you wow, he's really, really went there. Really went there. Okay, let's not do that. Let's not go yeah. there, Cyrus. Yeah. Um, let's talk quickly. <laughs> Pro Bowl. I guess that happened this past weekend. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That, did anyone? I, I thought it was cool last year with the flag football stuff, but now I'm like, I don't really. I will say what I thought was fun were like the different type of activities they did. They did that yes. little obstacle course. Yeah. yeah. Like those are cool. Um, I did watch just the highlights of the flag football. It looked cool. Gino, our our guy Gino Smith, who made his one of his first Pro Bowls, he threw like three interceptions. But <laughs> hey, it's it's only flag football, not regular football. At least it doesn't count for anything. Yeah, it doesn't count anything. He's having a good time, whatever. But um, I like I I I can appreciate the NFL trying to like make it fun. And I think if, what I think what I really enjoyed is you get you could see like the players having fun. Um, I was reading on Twitter during the Pro Bowl, and it's one of the things that they appreciated with the with the way that they've been doing it is that they can, they're able to see the personalities under the helmets so much more. Um, some things that we don't really see when they're, you know, in the game because, you know, you can't really see them because one, they're, they all have helmets on. And I thought that was a really interesting point to bring up uh, that about that. So, yeah, the Pro Bowl is what it is. But I mean, you, you can. Yeah, I, it, it's just a tough part of it, man, is that, you know, it, not that, it you know, you love that part of it. It's just that you can't. It's it's football, I guess that's the way. But it. it's football. Like you, you got there's got to be something in there that's going to be something intriguing. I mean, if not, you can you know, I don't I don't think flag football is going to entice anybody to really watch it the way they they're they're intending it to. Like I rather like you like Kev said, I rather see all the other stuff like the um the 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 accuracy contest is you know the things that got when you got to jump up and you know make a catch like do different things we you know like the horse thing or whatever it is the equivalent to slam dunk contest the catches many <laughs> balls when they're punting and yeah. how many they can hold on to that was yeah, a fun one to like watch. that yeah I I mean I'd rather watch um, that yeah. did you all see the um I can't remember her name I think it's Jennifer something Jenna Bandy your girl yeah. Cyrus yes. yes yo yeah. she killed it with that bruh. 
So what I found out, actually, there's a, a, a reel on YouTube where she talked to uh, the guy who won it. I forgot his name. Forgive me. Something, Miles something. Yeah, but, and she called him out. Well, because she actually did it before they did the event. So she caught the seven before the competition actually happened. So he went up to her. He's like, hey, I was I got to give you props. I was trying. I heard that uh they, when i did it they're like oh like how did i do they're like you were great but there was a girl that went and did this earlier and she caught seven balls and he's like damn I can't believe she caught seven but i thought that was Yo, Jenna, Jenna is a really good she's a really really good athlete really really good athlete she can do a lot of great she can do a lot of great stuff she's like has like the guinness world record of like throwing the basketball into the hoop from like full court and yep. like softball yeah. player football player she's She's good. She's a fun YouTuber to watch for anybody that's looking for YouTube stuff. All right. Let's talk now. NBA All-Star is apparently, you know, this weekend? No, two weekends. Two weekends? I have no idea. I honestly forget when this it, shit happens. It's all, NBA All-Star is always the week of President's Day weekend. Okay. Um. First, thoughts on the rosters. Yay, nays. I'm. I don't I mean, care about the West because it's kind of. I have no comments other than um, <laughs> I thought that no, Demontis I mean... Sabonis should be on the roster. Uh, I'm a that... huge Demontis Sabonis gotcha. fan. Mm-hmm. He should he should have made it, but I understand why they picked who they picked. The Clippers are good this year, so they gave him two. Um, when you talk about the East, of course Cyrus is gonna make fun of me because my Knicks had two. Had to, even though Julius <laughs> is out. I'm very happy for Jalen Brunson. He deserved it. Um, they just released the replacements for Embiid and Randall. It's Scotty Barnes from Toronto and Trey Young for the Hawks. I can agree with Scotty Barnes, but I would definitely say I think I could, you know, I think it'd be a toss-up. I can agree with Merritt. I think it would be great if maybe a guy like Derek White or maybe Porzingis can go ahead and replace Trey Young. But, you know, the NBA is the NBA. They want some stars in there, and Trey Young has st- star power. But that's what I got. Um, I would have – I would even – I know they talked about Derek White. The Celtics, they're the top team in the East right now. So, deservingly so, you give that extra – give that extra – um, all star to the team that is performing well, but yeah, that's uh, that's my comments on that. Yeah, I don't have much to say on that. I mean, honestly, you could have, you probably could have went twenty deep this year on both sides with the with the number of players that probably should have made it. So you knew somebody was going to somebody was going to get stiff this year. Um, don't I mean honestly, I don't think I don't think it was smart to have Scotty Scotty Barnes and Trey Young in there only because that team was going to be small no matter what. And there was mm-hmm. other guys, there was other players, like you said, Porzingis. There's there's probably like two or three other guys that probably I mean, actually the Orlando Magic has like three or four guys that have been playing really well this year. If you were gonna give them give somebody a give somebody a shot, like Wag uh, Von Wagner, not Von Wagner, whatever the guy's name is. Mo Wagner. Uh, Mo Wagner. He's been he's been playing pretty well. I mean, there's a couple of guys on that Orlando team that really deserve a shot at being an All Star. I get it; they're not the household name, but they've been playing pretty well. 
the West is the West. I mean, they're just, they're saturated with talent. You're never going to get an actual, you're just never going to get an actual, you know, straight, honest to God, you know, 12, 15 players that really deserve to be on there because you have more than 15. Yeah, there's too many, too much talent in the West. Like, even though, you know, for example, I could have done without Anthony Davis being on the team this year. Mm -hmm. You know, that easily could have went to somebody like my guy, DeMontis. Right. You know, you could have made a easily uh, a good case for, I know Merritt hates this player, Rudy Gobert instead of Carl Anthony Towns. You could have made right. a case because he's, you know, right. your top defender. It's just always, it's, it's always a crap. You never know what it's going to be like, especially for the West. But I think for the most part, 99, 95% of the, the rosters, it made sense. Like right. you knew you had to take Jalen Brown for the East guys. Like Brunson, if Brunson didn't make it, that'd be a travesty. He right. should have made it. You know, Donovan Mitchell is, you know, perennial all-star and yeah, I mean, but, but again, to you, to your point, Kev, look at the teams, right? And, and I'm pretty sure Mary's going to jump yeah. in and say the same thing. If you look at the teams and you look at how they're playing on the teams, they deserve it. Even if they're in the middle, even if they're middle of the pack team, they deserve it. Yeah, you know, and, he, and and even like you know the guys on on in, on TNT were talking about it. What do you do? I mean, some of those guys they probably should have made it, but the team is is underachieving. So yep. you reward it. Yeah, you know, so that and that's where Sabonis and Fox come in. They're underachieving. They should have mm -hmm. played better, but they're underachieving. Yeah. Now do you, they were in top three like they were last year. Right. Merritt, any other thoughts? Uh I think that care. Trey Young should not be in an all-star game. His team's garbage. He's garbage. Uh I also just don't like Trey Young. I, I never have liked him, <laughs> even since his days in Oklahoma. Boy needs to just cut his hair and be bald because he looks like a 60-year-old human being with his hair flopping in the <laughs> wind. Yeah. Um, if he wasn't averaging the 10 assists per game and the 27, he that probably in. he wouldn't be in. I think the fact that he has the double-double average is what got him in. I uh, just don't – like, I don't understand the picking of Scotty Barnes either, mainly for the simple fact, like what Cyrus just said. There's better players on better teams. Scotty Barnes is, is the best player on a crap team. Trey Young is the best player on a crap team. Why do we give it to them? You know, yes, Derek White's not a household name, but he's playing at an all-star level this year where he stepped it up and is one of the best players, if not some nights, the best player on the Boston Celtics. You know, and that's not me being a homer at all. It's just looking at the facts so i think there's a, a thing a few things that the team like the nba needs to look at is if we're gonna do this right have representation from one player from each team make it easy they try that they should do it again no honestly they, they should totally do that but i think it's just going to be extremely hard i don't lie though either i don't think damian lillard's an all-star this year I'm going to say that for the one reason that he has not melded well in that team yet. Granted, they're the second best team in the East, but it just, it he does not look the same. I've watched a couple of their games. It just does not. He doesn't look comfortable at all. No. And yeah. Doc Rivers getting the all-star 
head coaching job. That's hilarious. That yeah, is pathetic. That's, that's yeah, that's um because they can't give it to Missoula because he did it last year. Is that's right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because they because they go back because then they were stuck. Because remember all those years where they had like Phil Jackson, um, uh, Phil Jackson. Who else was uh, Pat Riley? All those years where they had the like the, the, the top three coaches were always there and within a fifteen year span. They were just like we can't keep doing this. So we gotta mix it up will, and let somebody else get a chance. I will say one person because I'm looking at like a list of like all star snubs, and to Cyrus's point, by looking visually at the rosters, the East is incredibly small. Yep. Like you should have replaced instead of having Trey Young, maybe put someone like a Miles Turner, who is good, or even someone like that's on a good team, like a Jared Allen, because just to give you guys some size, because I'm looking well, at Miles, these... the Miles Turner would have been a perfect, perfect guy to replace Embiid, right? Because Miles Turner yeah. is putting up numbers on a winning team. So you, that is, that is a guy that you would say values valued and he's on a winning team. I top agree. Four, top four team in the East, put him up there. That's what they should do. But all right. Let's move on because we can talk about snubs and our thoughts on the all-star stuff all day long. <laughs> um, how about this court they're doing, an LED court? As Andrew put it the other day, it could be really cool or it could be horrible. I'm on the fact that it is going to be horrible because you take away the parquet. You take away the back of a wooden floor, so... I think it's the NBA trying to make something. And I just, I don't know if they thought about the execution of it. Think about like the courts we had during some of the uh, in-season tournament. I don't know if they're thinking properly of what the execution is going to be like in real time. I hope I'm wrong, but just from what I saw in like the preview, Mm. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you. It, it's just another thing, like we were talking about before when we were, when I was on the last time with uh with Ronald. I mean, you, you can only grab so much. You really just have to let the product speak for itself. So, I, as much as I would love to have the LED court, I don't think that this is the time for it. If you're going to do do an LED court, do it like an exhibition game, or you know, don't do it at all. I I mean, listen, you got here's the thing. I'm I'm agreeing with you. But if you're going to do it, I would tell you, listen, the summer league comes up. You know, you have the summer league where it's in, in Vegas. And, you know, if you want to hype up the the championship game of that Vegas summer league, there's a chance to do the LED court. Yeah, there it is. There's a chance. We'll see. We'll see. Speaking of things about All-Star, I think I'm actually more excited for this next thing on the list that you have, Merritt, if you want to tell the people about it. Curry versus Sabrina in a three-point contest. <laughs> and it is a men's range three-point shooting contest, according to Sabrina. I am excited. I think she can win. I think she has a legitimate chance. Especially this year. Steph has been average. Oh, he's gassed. He's gassed. Yeah. He's gassed. He's gassed. Um, he's father time, you know, has no loss. Undefeated. Yep. He gassed. I, 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 it would be cool to watch. Yeah. 
for sure. It'd be Kawhi. It, I, I mean, let's put it this way. If I mean, the only reason he would win is because just simply off of muscle memory and being and shooting his from that distance on a consistent basis where she hasn't. Right. And that would be the only reason. But other than that, everything else would be normal. Virgil just hang. You know, he's like like to this point, he's just his body's gas. But if he hit a if he hit a couple of money balls or something like that, just because he's shot from this distance consistently, that'd probably be it. It'd be close. We shall see on the for that one. Then yeah. dunk contest. Um J- Jalen Brown's in it. Matt McClung's in it. I don't remember who else is in it. Well, let's see who else is in it. That that's that's probably gonna be All right, so oh, let's see. So it says, is he officially suiting up, or is this just like a tease? No, he's officially suiting up. Actually, you know what? This one may be really good. I mean, because you got. You got some guys that nobody's really heard of, but yeah, we really got players, and they're really creative. We got McClung, Jalen Brown, uh, Jamie Vasquez, or Vasquez down in Miami, and then Jacob Toppin. Is that Obi Toppin's brother? Yeah, great. Is that his brother? Yeah. And, and Jamie Jacquez, I remember him from UCLA. UCLA with his hair. Yeah, still got the hair. Um, I won't lie. I don't know anyone besides McClung and Jalen. So, well, J- Jamie, Jamie, Jamie is had he had a couple in college. He had a couple like rim rocket dunks that you can. But he's probably another one of those guys because he's a throw in because they no needed to do it. Yeah, and they needed a guy. <laughs> no offense, but they needed a guy. Well, hopefully he brings a little bit of a show. Um, Mac McClung, when he was on the Sixers for like three days, put on a show. And that's that's all you hope with this slam dunk contest. You want to be excited to watch them. It's just a shame that none of our stars want to do it. But that's a story for another day. Yep, it is, per usual. Uh, and then what we got here. So I wanted to just ask this question. This can be a quick answer for everybody. What are our thoughts on you know, to to be to get your award in the NBA now is to sit, you have to play minimum of 65 games. We just saw what happened in Bede. He tore his meniscus. He's out a minimum of four weeks. Is it worth the 65-game threshold that they have to meet? Or is it something that they should just revert back to what it was previously that, hey, as long as you are hitting so many games, it's great. But you don't have to be. We're not holding everyone to that same standard. Uh, I'm first, Cyrus. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm. I'm not. I'm not happy with it. I understand the reason why, but I'm not happy with it. So my answer would be no. I really think they should go, they should go back or figure out another way out. I mean, <laughs> well, what's the history of like the people that have won the award in the past? Like, I don't know what the stat is. Of like how many games a person has to play. It's like, it's I not think... it's it's not the stat. What what the problem with the problem really quickly, and I'll say this so we can just get it out there. Yeah, the problem is this. 
it's the the reason that they're doing the 65 games is to make sure that you get them this to play without sitting the games when they go into like back backs on national TV and stuff. That's what they're trying to do. The problem is that you run into what Draymond said the other day and some of these other guys are saying you're getting guys going after playing, even though you should be, but you're playing hurt, like severely hurt, and you're getting hurt worse. Like to Embiid's case, he got hurt worse from what he was. Now he's out. So now that that team's playoff chances are virtually gone for the most part. That's where the problem lies at. But that's that's the reason why they did it. Well, well I understand I that. But I would say what for awards purposes, do we think that is that 65 games too many games? They have 82 games in a season. It's, it's just 82 it's, games in a season. Yeah, it's just a so bad. You're telling me a guy can play 40 games. Let's say somebody averages a triple double. He plays 40 games, and you're going to award him MVP against somebody that may be slightly under that, but has played, you know, 70, 75. Yeah, but the law average, the law averages catches up with you because if you didn't, if you play 40 games, the guy that's playing 50 or 60 games is going to be overwhelmingly better than you. Stat wise, period. Either way, well, like yeah, exactly. So, like I do. So then, what I'm asking is, is this amount of games too many games to qualify, or or it, there, just, I, I, said, again, I just don't. I don't. I don't, I don't like the rule because you because the rule is made to fix the guys like the Ben Simmons is the world, the, the Kyrie Irvers of the world, but you can't fix that when you have other players that are really. You can't fix it. There's no. I'm just saying. There's no way to fix that. The way you want it. The answer is the really answer is no, either way, right? It's just no. But you know, there's got to be a happy medium. They really just got to bring it back to the table and and redo it all over again. Yeah, I, I agree with Cyrus on this one, just mainly for the simple fact that you have somebody like Joel Embiid who really is a face of the NBA at this point in his career, and he goes back out there injured before he's healthy because he can't sit more than two games in a row. He was a healthy scratch one day and then come to find out he had a knee issue scratch again. And then he had to play again because of these new rules. So I Wait, get, is not, that in the rule that they can't I, sit back, sit out more it, than two games for like a healthy type scratch. Yeah. It, it's, they don't want their premier players sitting. They have to play. So that's why like, you have to be sub, you know, kind of strategic on when those guys are sitting. And I could be wrong a little bit on the wording of it, but it's basically how it's made it come out to be is uh, we want our star players playing every single game. Now, we grew up in an era where that happened. Everyone played every game unless they basically were dead. So I kind of agree 65 games is a decent amount of games you have to play. In my opinion, if you have to play to get to that voting level, to have that MVP conversation or DOP rookie of the year, whatever it is, I say 50 games, 50 games is pretty doable for a lot of individuals. Um, that would also save Embiid because then he's not missing all the games that he's going to miss. He'd still have an opportunity to showcase what he can do. So maybe there's a, a medium that or, or some type of balance in between. 
Um, I know we are pressed on time. I want to jump to the football. Uh, so the so Super Bowl is coming up. Guys, I want to bring it back to something here. Now, Cyrus, I know you were not on the original breakdown of our thoughts on the Super Bowl this past year. Mm. Kevin, would you like me to radiate who you thought would be in the Super Bowl this year? Uh, sure. You said 49ers and the Jets. Well, yeah, that sounds about right. You got one out of two. <laughs> Good job. With a prediction that the, uh, the 49ers would win. Andrew predicted the Bills and 49ers and the Bills winning. I predicted the 49ers and Bengals with the Bengals winning. So, so far, three of us got one team right. 49ers. So we're good there. Now, my question is for the three of us, since it is different. We can change our, our picks from earlier, Kevin, because there's two different teams in there now. Well, a different team. There's the Chiefs right. and the 49ers. Right. But I want to hear... Kevin, who do you think comes Sunday night at like midnight our time is lifting that Lombardi trophy? I am going to go with the 49ers. All right. 49ers, one, to support my guy Cyrus Johnson Jr. Two, I personally, I'm just, I really want someone like a Christian McCaffrey to be able to get a ring. I think this 49ers team deserves it. I, I just really like I really enjoy watching this 49ers team. I, I will say that. Not just saying that because Cyrus is here, but and I think uh, and here and here's my son. Who do you want to win? Chiefs. Damn. Nice. Damn. I love it. But I will but to go back other than well, I do want the 49ers to win, but you know. Give it up to the Chiefs if they do end up beating Cyrus's 49ers. Like Patrick Mahomes is sending himself to be Hall of Fame QB out here. But I'm going 49ers also because I just want somebody different. All right. So I'm gonna assume Cyrus, you want the 49ers, right? Or sorry, the Chiefs. No, see, he he my son wants the Chiefs to win. My 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 whole family is Taylor is Swifties and they want they want the Chiefs to win because of that. I won't bring. I honestly, in my opinion, it it does not matter who wins this game. Um, at the end of the day, 49ers or Chiefs, it's gonna be a great game. I do want to see the Chiefs win it, only for the simple fact that I think if they win, you'll see a lot of guys on the Chiefs retire. I think you see Andy Reid take step away. I think you see Travis Kelsey. Now that where he's in his life, steps away. You think he's going to retire? If I don't, he got, I, don't I, I think he retires. I think he would. He's thirty-four I, years old, going to be thirty-five start next football season. He plays one of the toughest positions in the tight end, and he is a target across the middle of the field to get destroyed every play. Plus, you don't have to do much right now at this point in his career, bro. Is Basically married to Taylor Swift. Like, he's not married. Uh, not married. Basically <laughs> is. According to Tony Romo, he's married. Um, but like, you believe Tony Romo? Oh, hell no. I don't believe anything that comes out of the damn guy's mouth. I just, I also want to see another franchise be hated 
as much as the Patriots were with their drive and how much they did. Now the Chiefs will never reach that pinnacle of like winning six championships in a 20 year period. Cause that's just unheard of. But I, I do think if the chiefs win, you will see a lot of changes. Um, so at the end of the day, I just want a good football game, but I would like the chiefs to, to just skirt out a little bit close game. I would say, I, I know the 49ers, I want the 49ers to win. I think it's going to be a close game. To your point, Mary, I don't, I, I and, and I'll say this, I think Kelsey would stay, I think they would get a new coaching regime, but I think to your point, I think majority of that team would either be released or retired. They would have to start a new with, with, with most, with, with the new nucleus of players. So I, to your point, I don't think they would win they wouldn't go back for at least another couple of years that he had like the, the right set of team, the right, the right team again. Awesome. I'll be honest with you, 49 is right there too. If they if they were to win this one and say they were to rattle off and maybe come back and go to another Super Bowl or NFC championship game, that team is probably going to be dismantled within the next three to four years. Because they can't, they wouldn't be able to keep everybody. Even with the coach, even the coaching staff, as you can tell, like the Mika Ryan's went to 10. Went to, went to Houston and, you know, it's Shanahan's coaching tree, so. True. All right, Kevin, that's all, all I had. You're not, you don't want to do a final score prediction? Um, We can do a quick score prediction. Kevin, what is your score prediction for this Super Bowl? I mean, if we don't, if we don't want to, we don't have to. No. I have another question in mind. Okay, what's your other question? Let's do that. I uh well it's the probably the most important question I think I should have it for the filibusters but what usher song are we expecting that we want to hear at this halftime performance the most important question um I have to I have look I up. have you would you don't have to call that's me <laughs> I would love personally if he actually brought up the two guys for this song and did the full song is yeah with little john and luda i would love for the that's guaranteed that is so guaranteed i want that just because i'm so guaranteed gonna happen i want little john to run out on state on the stadium uh stage and go yeah 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 that's that's definitely gonna happen i already feel like that's gonna happen i'm that's why i wouldn't didn't even say that song because that's gonna happen well the best part is so i'm one of the Pennsylvania this weekend to see all a couple of my friends and my friend Jeff's wife Victoria goes I didn't know Usher was playing in the Super Bowl she's like sending us shit she's so excited for it like he's been announced for like six months where have you been <laughs> so and he has he has a residency in Vegas like he has a residency in Vegas so he's not like his, yeah and it sells like out was, like yeah, fast yeah it's not like he was going anywhere I mean, he was he was already in Vegas so I mean Seemed like the perfect time. You just put him right in there. And he's supposed to be going on tour in the fall. So yeah. that's a concert that I'm going to have to make it to. All right. Well, Kevin, I, I liked it. Cool. All right. So uh, is that it? That's it. That's all we got. That's it. All right. We well, went I have one last thing. Because I've been ending every episode with this. Instead of doing it in the middle of the outro, I'll have it for us now. So, question of the day. What is your favorite Disney soundtrack song? 
Life is a highway. Uh, life is a highway. Life is a highway. I didn't even know what's what what like. For cars, that's from cars. Life oh, is okay, a okay, all right. I give that to you. Nice. God. I mean, mine is a whole new world from Aladdin, and then as an honorable mention, the high school, the first high school musical soundtrack because it brings <laughs> me back to my high school days. I got to go with a classic from our childhood. You got a friend in me. Oh, or a whole new or a whole new world. Yes, that's yeah. a good choice. I like those two. Good choice, Merritt. I literally I'm like, oh, my God, I don't remember the names of these songs. So I had to literally just quickly look them up. And be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember these now. OK, we're good. Love it. Love it. All right. Well, so that we're on schedule, we got to make sure Merritt has to do his dad duty. So we're going to go ahead and outro it out. Number one, Cyrus, shout out to you. Thank you for coming on, coming in clutch. You know, we're going to have to get Cyrus on here more out here as he's almost predominantly like our third host out here. So shout out to you, Cyrus. Do you want to share your social so everybody can follow you? So I'm at I'm at CK Johnson Jr. At, on Instagram, and I believe I'm at CK Johnson on on. Uh, on Twitter too. I love it. Beautiful. So first things first, if you're watching this on the YouTube, continue to watch us on the YouTube. We need some more views, like comment. Uh, you can follow it at the mainly musings podcast. Feel free to listen to us on all of your social media on all streaming platforms. <laughs> we're on Apple podcasts. We're on Spotify, Google play and Amazon play. Make sure you follow the Instagram at, the Manly Musings Pod. You can follow Merritt and my personal Instagram at Merritt underscore P. Mine at KQueva624. Also, you can follow the Filipino Starbucksters, aka your Filibucksters, on that same Instagram. And make sure you please follow the TikTok at the Manly Musings Pod. It's getting your Filibucksters content. You're getting your episode recap content. You're getting footage from the We Out Here's. I'm hoping people are enjoying them for those that are seeing them. Uh, Merritt, how am I doing on them? Am I, do I need to do better on them? I think you're doing phenomenal, Kevin. You do a great job every time. I appreciate the support. I really work my heart and soul on those. But other than that, we'll see you guys soon. Peace out. Enjoy your week, y'all. Enjoy your Super Bowl, too. Peace.